Welcome to Conversations with Postpartner, where we explore aspects of running a successful wedding photography business through conversations with real wedding photographers around the world. On this episode, we talk to Jane Farrell, who's the creator and lead photographer of Jane in the Woods, a wedding collective offering photography, florals, planning, and more in Sedona, Arizona. You get to hear all about her journey of establishing herself in Sedona as a one-stop shop for couples looking to get married in this picturesque town. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Jane Farrell. Awesome. Jane, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so glad that you could be on this podcast. Um, why don't you tell our listeners who you are, where you are, what you're all about, and your business a little bit, Jane in the Woods. Yeah, thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Um, you guys have been a huge part of my business, so it's really cool that we get to be here chatting. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> my name is Jane. I live in Sedona, Arizona, and I own a wedding company, and we do photography, planning, flowers, uh, just about to launch some wedding stationery, and then wow. we'll see where that goes. So how did how did that all start? Was it first photography and then the, the other kind of pieces fell into place, or what was that process? Yes. So um, kind of backtracking a long time, um, 10 years or so, I was working um, as a studio photographer doing just a lot of like products on white backdrops, kind of boring, not my style. Um, and they were paying me, I think $10 an hour to be a (laughs) studio photographer shooting catalogs and products and whatnot. Um, I was going out of my mind. I was really bored. I didn't like my job. So on the weekends I started kind of shooting couples and weddings and really found that that's where my passion was. Um, but I didn't actually think that, It could be a career. I didn't know that you could actually make a living as a photographer. I mean, because I wasn't. I was making (laughs) minimum wage or something as a photographer. And so um, that was kind of the first step was even saying, I want to do something on my own and do photography um, outside of a commercial setting. So I started kind of to get the ball rolling with my own business and um how long ago was this um about 2011 2012 so that's like eight or nine years ago is when I kind of started jumping off into um doing weddings and couples and just getting outside and at the time I lived in Oregon and so it was a lot different than here um and yeah, so then, then my business just kind of started growing and, um, you know, you kind of get clients here and there, you do some creative things here and there. And, but then I noticed that I was just sitting at my own desk alone for most of the time. And then mm-hmm. I found myself kind of missing the commercial side of it because, mm-hmm. you know, on those days when you got to shoot a catalog, it was like, 20 models and art director and teams of people and little community exactly and wedding days are like that which is why I love you know that kind of camaraderie but then still 
you know, how many weddings are you shooting a year that have kind of a big team like that? And so what I wanted was a creative team that I got to work with every day um, while also still maintaining my own alone time. (laughs) So like this is my, this is my studio. No one else works here. I'm the only one that works here because that Mm -hmm. alone time is really important to me. But what's equally important to me is bouncing off creative ideas and being more involved in the creative process of a wedding um, Mm -hmm. from deciding colors, getting to know the brides, um, you know, doing the flowers and the planning and all those little details that go into the day. I really feel like all that creativity just helps the photos of the day turn out so much better. Yeah. That's cool. So you essentially you built a team around you with like making it a commercial experience before weddings, which typically aren't a commercial experience. It's very much, you're at the whim of like the day and the, the planners and the florists. Yeah. yeah. So you're just like, just give me all of that. I'll do it all. <laughs> yes. Actually, I haven't thought about it that way, but that is absolutely so on point. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, so I have a planner that works for me and a couple associate photographers that work for me. Yeah. Um, and an assistant and some other kind of help when it's just me walking into a wedding day with people who aren't on my team it's so much harder you're walking yeah. into unknown you haven't been building a relationship with a bride for a year eight months you know in the same way that a wedding planning team builds a relationship mm-hmm. so when there's multiple of us working on a wedding we have such a good idea of what the day is going to look like. We have, I mean, I have this shot list in my head of exactly what's happening because I know what all the flowers are going to look like, what's important to them. Just a lot of these details that are um, on a more connected level than when you just walk in as a photographer. Yeah, that's so good. And and so what does your team look like right now? You mentioned that you have a couple associates, you have a planner. What exactly is it? Because... I can't imagine you're doing everything. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not doing everything. And um, that might have been the first reason that I started to expand my team is because I um, knew that I didn't want to do every job. So the first thing I really wanted was an assistant um, to kind of help me with some of these tasks so that I could focus on more of the business building side of things, being creative. Um, that's why I hired you guys to start editing all my pictures so that mm-hmm. I didn't have to spend my time doing the editing. Um, the first, so the first major thing that I did was those two things. I hired an assistant for myself and I hired you guys to start doing my post-processing. And mm-hmm. then after that, I brought on our um, lead wedding planner, Kelsey, who's now also the company creative director, which I will say has been truly remarkable. And really, I understand that it's unique. I mean, she kind of just fell into my lap. Mm -hmm. She's insanely talented. She's a phenomenal wedding planner. And she wants to work for this vision that I already created. So it was truly just kind of, how does it get better than that kind of moment? Yeah. So like looking back to when you were starting in 2011, sorry. um, Is this kind of like where you're at now? Was that what you were envisioning when you were getting into wedding photography coming out of that commercial photography or was that just like a natural progression? You're like, Oh, I should probably just take 
this aspect because I can do it and I'm passionate about it. I didn't have a clear vision of what it would look like, but what I would journal and what I would want was to be working with a creative team daily. So mm. I didn't know that they would be working for me. I didn't, um, I didn't even see that as a possibility in the beginning. Cause like I said, I didn't even know that you could make a living as a wedding photographer. I thought it was yeah. kind of more like, I'll be able to have some fun and do something fulfilling on the weekend. Um, that brings me joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And your, your wedding like photography style is a bit unique, especially like for me coming from the Pacific Northwest, I don't see like orange mountains in the desert all the time. Yeah. Um, what was that like? Cause you said you were from Oregon, which is very similar to that. Um, what was that like transitioning into like Sedona, the desert and now being like part of that whole market, that whole vibe. Yeah. It's funny that you actually say that because when I moved to Sedona, I had such a heavy Northwest, like a lot of shadows kind of vibe that when I got here, I was really the only photographer at the time in the Southwest area that I live in that was doing this sort of style. Um, so it's been a unique ride the whole time. I mean, because when I was living in Oregon and you know, living in the Northwest, the people who were influencing me were living in Seattle and Portland and all these heavy fog, lots of trees, overcast, um, days, which I really loved. I really, you know, I love that mood. I love the light in those. Um, I love that Oregon backdrop. So really I was honestly kind of just like a dime a dozen. I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, I had the same style that everyone else had. The people that were influencing me lived in the same region and, um, you know, my wedding business was definitely going and it was, uh, great cause I like to work really hard and, you know, but when I moved to Sedona, it really was different. A lot of the photographers here were using, um, a lot of flash to mm-hmm. get their subjects lit the way they want to against the backdrops of the red rocks or people were doing uh, super high exposure to do kind of those bright white desert backdrops. Um, mm-hmm. So when I when I moved here, it was like, well, how can I make this moody vibe fit in the desert? Yeah. Was that your question? Did that answer? Yeah. No, that, that was great. <laughs> I always, um, I find it humorous that like you've definitely taken the Pacific Northwest to Sedona. Even in keeping your name Jane in the woods, like your yes, brand is still sure. like, in the woods, but you're, you're technically Jane in the desert. <laughs> technically, yeah, pretty much. Coming from the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had conversations before about how you're like, you're kind of, you kind of stand out a bit as like an elopement or destination photographer because you have this specific editing style in Sedona. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's like the rest of the market like now? Um, you mentioned it, it was like flash heavy back in the day and kind of had specific style. What's it like now? Is it, has it changed? Has that evolved? Yeah, it definitely, definitely has changed. So when I moved here six years ago, it took me basically three to six months to get on the first page of Google. (laughs) which is like unheard of, right? All I did was basically type in Sedona wedding photographer on my website. And there I was, that's how uncrowded (laughs) the market was, which in Oregon, that never happened. I think the highest I ranked was maybe page 18 or something. Yeah. Um, 
And that was still having kind of like a good business. Like I landed a magazine cover when I lived in Oregon. I had yeah. contacts like was, you know. So when I moved here, that's what it looked like. I was really, truly unique. And it was pretty cool to be in that position. Um, mm-hmm. Flash forward six years later, most people that live in the Phoenix area, um, you know, think of it as like a dream to come up and do photos in Sedona. We're about two hours away from that major city area. So a lot of people will do it for no travel fees, for lower costs, just because they're so excited to kind of get out of the city where they live in and come do these really cool epic shoots out in the Red Rocks, et cetera, et cetera. So I find myself bumping into a lot of photographers all the time when I'm out shooting. Mm -hmm. I think when I started, um, you know, it would be extremely rare to run into someone. And the person that I would run into would be like a friend because Sedona's a population of 10,000. You kind of just know everyone. You're like, oh, hey. And um, so now when I go out onto a shoot, um, in some of these popular spots, I could see like four to five wedding couples or engagement photographers and stuff. And so you get a wide mix of style because of all the photographers coming from the bigger city, you know, just kind of the overall of what the industry looks like right now. I would say that um, it's being influenced a lot by India Earl and the Hearns. They are Mm -hmm. geographically kind of in a similar location to us. The color story is really similar to us. And so I would say that a lot of people photographing in this area are really attracted to that, you know, because it looks great. It's a great fit for where we are I'd say I'd say that's you know more more what I see now so I'm not so unique anymore (laughs) (laughs) you definitely like have carved out your your niche there for sure for sure that's there but in terms of style like you know there's a lot there's a lot more people here now yeah so is it are you recognizing less less photographers now that you're going out like when you bump into other people on shoots um yeah, maybe half and half, but most yeah. people have heard of each other, and so you kind of just, yeah. like, introduce yourself. Usually, I'm wearing my Jane in the Woods t-shirt, just because mm. that's what I like to wear when I'm, you know, out and hiking and stuff, yeah. and um, so, but it's always fun to run into someone, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We have, uh, we have one of those destinations just north of us, Whistler, that a lot of people will come and get married at. Um, so I know a few people who actually work out of that market, but I have no idea like what it's like to work in a destination market as a local. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm sure like you, you know other photographers who are there working, but you also see tons of people just flocking there because they're like, oh, beautiful mountains. My couples want this. So, yes. Like, coming from out of state, out of country even. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That That's actually really huge. Um, so... Basically, 100% of our weddings are destination weddings. Wow. Because no one lives in Sedona. I think I've shot two locals' weddings in six years. Wow. So that's just how tiny our little town is. Yeah, it's crazy. So um, both of those people I knew personally. And I think when you live in a maybe a different type of town, you book more based on personal relationships and just kind of being around town and being known. But Mm -hmm. in Sedona, it's absolutely essential to have, 
your website speak for you and have your Instagram speak for you because a hundred percent of or 99% of our brides don't live here. So, um, you need to have a lot more information readily accessible to people, kind of show them Mm -hmm. what, what it looks like, just reassure them that it can seem complicated to plan something from so far away, but we do this all the time. And, um, yeah, it's much different, but also, but also awesome. Cause I'd say I basically never do in-person meetings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're just meeting the couples on the day of because they're from out of, out of state or if it's an elopement, then yes, I meet them on the day of. And then if it's a bigger wedding, most people fly out here to start planning and they'll do their engagement session at that point, which is something that I really love to do. I mean, I love to meet them beforehand. I just don't mm. love to fill my schedule with potential client meetings. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Not knowing if they're going to book or not, go someone else. Well, for sure. Yeah, we don't have, we just don't have time for that. <laughs> I mean, you got, you got three different things going on. We have a lot coming. going on. Yeah, yeah. Last year we had over 600 inquiries. So for <laughs> <That's> us, crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So that's what I mean. Congrats, you have, that's you awesome. have to like package that information, make it really easy to read, kind of at least get people past that first step to where mm. if they're actually interested, of course, I want to talk to you because I want to know all about your day, but I can't yeah. do that for that many people. Yeah. How, how have you like changed your content on your website to be more intentional about that? Like, can you go into any specifics about like your thought process behind hey, I know my clients are coming from out of state. This is what they're going to need to know. uh, And this is why I'm like great for them. Yeah. Um, So the first thing I'd say is that I love building my website. It's it's something that I could spend a lot of time on because it just gets my wheels going and, you know, I truly love it. Yeah, Um, you're special. (laughs) (laughs) Most people are like, oh, I can't stand updating my website. It's been like three years. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that's that's huge because a huge comment that I hear from brides is that they mm-hmm. feel pretty overwhelmed planning a destination wedding because they can't get enough information about the location that they want to go to to feel comfortable yeah. to plan a wedding there. Um, people respond to me all the time like, okay, cool, you're the only person that answered my email. So, sure, let's mm. do it or <laughs> something like that because... Um, that's already what the market is like. So I would, I would just say, you know, having an, having an awesome website is the first start. Yeah. And then since I do love building my website, I do find myself often, um, kind of updating what I want to tell people. We do have a really large pool of inquiries, so it's very easy for us to kind of cull the information down and see, Mm -hmm. okay, 12 people have asked us the same question in the last two weeks, maybe we should make that information, you know, more, um, upfront and available. So the, the information on the website goes in pretty in depth with things. Um, but then when people email us, they get a really, um, in depth link with all our pricing, a lot of questions that they want answered, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, tons of photos so people can just kind of connect with what it looks like here and really just developing that sense of trust. Um, if they like our vibe, you know, we want to show what that is so that they can know exactly what they're getting into. Yeah. 
No, that's so important. We For find sure. that, yeah. yeah. Just having information is so, so key, especially these days. There's just so many photographers out there and so many photographers are doing well to like showcase their work, whether it's on like Instagram or their websites. But mm-hmm. it, I feel like information is like such a high commodity right now. Uh-huh. Um, and I, you guys definitely have like higher authority being like locals, A, so you yes. know the area. Yes, B, super also key. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know all the spots. Yeah. Um, and you're, I'm sure you talk to your couples about the different spots and give them some choices and options. Mm-hmm. But you're also like the planning, you're the planning part of it too. And florals. So it's like, hey, just come to us. Let yeah. us do it. Yeah. I, when I first kind of started, I thought people would think it was cheesy and I was kind of embarrassed almost to say like, <laughs> yeah, you can just book us like for everything. I really was scared mm. that people were going to take my photography less seriously and kind of group me in this category of not a specialist, but just kind of a turn and burn kind of, but I mean, I think our yeah. content speaks for itself and that hasn't been the case. So I'm more relaxed yeah. about it. <laughs> oh, that's good. And have you, have you done anything to try and like combat that? Cause I, it's definitely like an internal struggle where it's like, oh, am I coming off across cheesy or like too tryhardy? Um, but I know that you have done like styled shoots, you've done different things for different like magazine and publishing, uh, like houses. What, what, how do you like combat that, the inner struggle of like, I don't want to be like irrelevant or cheesy or like. Yeah, (laughs) totally. I think it's my team at any Mm. moment of the day. I have so many people that I can just text or call that literally are just here working for Jane in the woods. We can bounce off ideas. We have, you know, true feedback. I feel like we're all really honest with each other. Like, yes, no, this is the best. It's really become clear whose strengths are what. Um, Mm -hmm. For example, our wedding planner, Kelsey, obviously is like the queen of details and communicating amazing with people and because that's what she does. And so I run everything by her because that's what she's good at. And if she wants to post a photo on Instagram, she asks me like, is, how does this look, this or that? And you know, so it comes back to the team. That's great. It's like a relationship. You kind of like fill in the gaps where like you can't do one thing. You're like, yes, I'm relying on you to do absolutely. this. Absolutely. Yeah. Which I've said so many times. I'm <laughs> I'm not the best at all of these things, which is why you guys edit my pictures because you're better at editing than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're pretty good. So I could, give, I could not keep credit. up with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we got the speed thing down. That's For years sure. of practice. For sure. Yeah. Um, one thing that we haven't touched on that I totally forgot to talk about when we started this was you're also like a mother. Um, uh-huh. yeah. you have, you have children, you have a dog, which you just showed me before. Yes. Three um, dogs. Like how, how do you balance out being a, like first a mother, a wife, um, and also running a business with your other, your other marriage <laughs> with like your planners and your. Yeah. Your Kelsey's business. my work wife. So that, yeah. <laughs> that relationship always also requires a lot of love and attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. I used to think that I could do it all. Um, because I needed my personal vision to come through on every task and every to do, And I eventually reached a point where I learned that it's good enough to Mm. offer what I can to give other tasks to other people, 
to not be the most perfect mom that attends every single event. Um, you know, for example, I, you know, sometimes I miss events for my daughter's school. Um, mm -hmm. I booked a wedding this year on Halloween. My heart is broken that I won't get to see my kids dressed up, but at the end of the day, I think it's more about realizing the privilege that I have to have all of these roles and um, look at it through the lens of what's what's the triage, like what's the most important to make sure that we can still be living this life that we're grateful for. And so sometimes my marketing falls behind and I don't post at all because I'm focused on getting weddings out. And, you know, obviously existing clients are more important than bringing new clients in. Or sometimes my kids are sick and I just have to kind of take a couple days off and my clients just have to deal with that because, yeah. you know, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Letting go of perfectionism, maybe. It's been a big one. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely uh, important. And how, like, do you set up... Um like limits on how much you work or like boundaries for like work-life balance to kind of I, I do give your know. kids the attention that they deserve or? Yes, definitely. Um, this actually goes for me both ways because since it's just me in my studio and some weeks I can get away with not really working that much, you know, <laughs> it's kind of just this ebb and flow of, yeah. um, cool, so I worked 90 hours in the last 10 weeks, but I can't just not do anything the following week. It's kind of about, yeah. like, staying as consistent as I can. So I do track my time when I'm at work. I track what tasks I'm doing, when, you know, and it kind of tells me the breakdown. And as long as I'm working an average work week of what I think is comfortable, then... Mm -hmm. um, then that works for me. And so if I can see, like, gosh, I really worked a lot last week and I wasn't noticing that, I'm allowed to take the day off. Yeah. It's really hard it's to take good. a day off in this current um, market that I'm in because people want to elope every day of the week. Yeah. So I tried taking one day off a week, which was Wednesday. And it was kind of like gosh, I'm taking this arbitrary day off just to kind of create some space for myself, but I'm really, yeah. I'm blown away by how many people want to get married on a Wednesday. And so <laughs> I realized that, you know, the, the drawback of this career is that you just can't have a normal work week. It just, I mean, yeah. I've tried. I don't think it's possible, but tracking my time and just staying as consistent with it as I can has really, really helped. Yeah, that's good. Do you have like set? hours that you are like in the studio and that's just like I'm gonna work as much as I can is that what you mean if I like you track your time you put in your time and then go back home or what that um, like? I would say my work actual my work hours are actually more influenced around what's happening outside of work mm. um you know some certain nights of the week it's definitely family time but on Tuesday, I could work a 14-hour day if I needed to because that's my day to get as much done as I want. Um, on a wedding night or on an actual wedding day, it's kind of known in my household that I like to go home, call immediately. So my family, you know, has that space for me because yeah. that's kind of what's required of the job. Mm -hmm. And um, so, 
So yeah, I kind of, I kind of set things that I want to make sure that are happening in my life, like taking care of myself, working out, being with my kids, having family time, um, blocking off time for a vacation. Sometimes I'll block off like a three day weekend if it's October or May and I'm just working like a crazy amount. (laughs) Um, and then outside of that time, I, I'm just more prone to be a workaholic work all the time. Yeah. So I kind of, I kind of do the opposite. Hmm. Yeah. I remember we, we chatted a while back and around vacations and I was like, when was the last time you took an actual vacation? Yes. Like a week, two weeks off. And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I've been years. so much better. Yeah. I think in the last two years, um, we did actually take two actual vacations, like time wow. off. It actually happened. <laughs> How was that? Was it great? <laughs> yeah, it was. Or you were stressed about work the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean both. I mean, again, when this is your job, it's just the downside is it's just your whole life. But the upside is it's your whole life, and there's a lot of flexibility mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. Well, it seems like you found at least somewhat some balance and you seem like you're not crazy pulling out your hair crying <laughs> you're smiling so that's good um yeah for sure like if you are looking ahead like can you see yourself maintaining this long term yeah. yeah um cool. i just love growing i love all the new people that are kind of coming mm-hmm. on my team so yeah we were talking earlier we have a wedding planner we have an associate wedding planner um, two associate photographers, kind of a third in training. Um, I have an assistant and it's amazing. So, um, we're working with a graphic designer on our new line of stationery. Cool. Yeah. Why don't you talk about that? What, what does that look like for wedding (laughs) photographer, wedding planner, florist company? And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of the same list I was telling you about. When I started, I just wanted to mm-hmm. be working with a creative team. And yeah. I was really inspired by a lot of things when I first started in the wedding industry. And I just wanted to have all of it. I just wanted, I just loved my brand so much. And I loved mm-hmm. being able to have, I loved having brides that loved the brand and I wanted to be able to bring that just in the biggest scope that I could. So, um, you know, and that's what people say. They're like, we just want that Jane in the woods touch kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we do too. (laughs) (laughs) That's gotta be good to hear. Yes. So then it doesn't stop with stationary, right? It's the next thing and the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe like buy a venue down the road or. Oh gosh. (laughs) That is, that's and, absolutely a dream to open a venue yeah. would be, yeah, that'd be it. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely on our minds and would love to do that someday. Yeah. I guess for you, it'd be like a reception hall because you'd want to still elope out in the, the magical mountains and then come back to the cool reception hall. Um, it could be both. Like, so it's actually kind of hard to have a ceremony for a lot of people with the awesome backdrops mm-hmm. just because of logistically how small the town is and where the stuff is. And so there's a lot of opportunity here to put on some really cool events and help it be more accessible for larger weddings. 
Yeah. That's cool. So uh, you mentioned, like, I feel like you, I, I get, like, in, like you remind me a bit of, like, the Magnolia story where, like, you started off, like, do you know, like, Chip and Joanna oh, Gaines? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where they, like, built the silos in, like, Waco, like Texas. the highest compliment a human could. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like that's, like, where you're heading towards, where, like, it started off as, like, a business just to, like, make ends meet. That's something you're passionate about. And then it became something bigger and then something bigger. Um, can you see yourself being, like, community the community person that's like heading up all these like events and having your own space and doing all that kind of stuff or is that something you even would want to do um I don't know about community events I do very much feel like our passion is weddings anytime we've Mm -hmm. kind of taken like a different type of job or this it just doesn't necessarily hold my interest in the same way that weddings do we're just Mm -hmm. kind of like romantic people we love the weddings um yeah but I just feel really lucky that I found what I love to do a very long time ago and that I'm still interested in it. And you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, yeah. I feel like there's just nothing more powerful than that kind of momentum behind something. And then also the gift of still having the momentum for the thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then putting that into not just photography, but yeah, like your floral company, your stationery now. Yeah. Yeah. Another outlet. I remember actually, um, a couple years ago, there was kind of a deciding point, like, cause at the time, the other aspects of my business weren't as profitable. Definitely just the weddings were the most profitable part. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, well, I could focus all my energy on booking as many big weddings as I could in a year and my income would really, you know, go up pretty quickly or yeah. I could do all these other things that I'm also passionate within the same realm so I don't get burned out on only doing weddings by myself every single weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and I chose the other. I chose building my team, maybe taking a pay cut in the beginning by not just focusing my efforts only on booking big weddings. And now, since I really just kind of put my attention where my interest and my passion is, the the weddings that we're booking now are truly just the coolest weddings that I've ever even heard of. I mean, yeah. they're cooler than I That's could awesome. have even dreamed when I <laughs> before I started all of this. <laughs> yeah. Like, as a photographer, you have, like, your, like, dream wedding in your mind. So you're saying, like, they're beyond that now. Like, you've had you've had your dream wedding shot. And you've <laughs> yeah. photographed it now. They're, they're just, just getting, getting better, better and better. <laughs> yeah. Our, our clients aren't bound by kind of, like, social norms for whatever reason. Like, when I first started my career, I found a lot of my brides were... I mean, I was just starting my career, so I was kind of booking these brides that were more interested in um, what they saw on Pinterest and this and that. And um, now just who our brides are as people are people who don't believe in limits or being held back. Like they just want what they want. And that's awesome for us. We just want to make all those awesome things happen. Yeah. Uh, That's so fun. Yeah. I'm sure that adds to the, like just the passion of wanting to do it more and more. Who's going to come come through next? (laughs) Exactly. Like, Oh, cool. The wedding today has a psychic and an aura photo booth. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) weddings are just Mm -hmm. fun. And, I feel like all these, all this 
additional attention that goes into the details. It just is even more fun. And that's yeah. what I love about it. It's just like a party. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Um, I kind of want to go back to how you got into like the planning and flower side of it and kind of like how you grew that. Was it was it largely based on just the people you were hiring or like how did you incorporate that into your brand and kind of have that be like a big part of your business? Yeah. So I remember when I was first starting out, my clients didn't have, um, you know, as big of budgets as my clients now do. Um, but I did find that one of the most frustrating parts of my job was that people were not choosing florists that, well, cool florals are pretty apparent in this market today. You know what I mean? Like, flowers yeah. are just cool. People are very creative. Yeah. You know. And in 2011, Pinterest wasn't even necessarily a thing yet. So there were some florists in the Pacific Northwest where I lived where I just happened to see their creativity. You know what I mean? Because they were just kind of doing these cool arrangements from their yards and being super creative. And then I would go to weddings and I would think like, gosh, I don't think it's that much more expensive to be doing these really creative things. You just kind of have to be open to it or decide or I don't really know why. So with the flowers, I was just seeing a lot of the time that um, basically I just was wishing brides were hiring cooler florists <laughs> and, yeah. and it was really accessible in Oregon and so I felt like I had sort of um, a say and it could happen in the Northwest and then when I moved to Sedona it was just the style was not here yet <laughs> and so I just honestly decided to do it myself because I living in the Northwest it just it was so pretty and there was so much creativity and it just wasn't a thing here yet. And I just personally wanted to photograph cooler flowers because I knew it would make the photos look better. So that's how that started. <laughs> and then, so yeah, how did you, like, what did that look like? Did you go to um, like greenhouses or um, like nurseries and just start like building bouquets that you wanted or? So yeah, I just contacted a wholesale florist. I use Mayish. And I just kind of faked it till I made it. <laughs> like, here's what I'm doing. I don't know if you can tell by my question, but I have no idea anything about florals. So, yeah. <laughs> I did work at a little retail slash flower shop in Oregon for yeah. a year, year and a half. So I kind of had been around it for a while and just kind of saw, you know, I took a real interest in it and, um, you know. That's, I just wanted to take pictures of cooler flowers. Yeah. Um, so how did you then introduce that to your clients? Because, I mean, wanting your clients to have nice florals and then them actually buying nice florals is completely different. Like, how did you bridge that gap? So flowers are not cheap. I mean, um, our bouquets start at like $400 and could easily mm. be 500 kind of depending on what they, you know, are ordering. And, um, I don't think a lot of people are necessarily prepared for flowers to cost that much. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, cause you go to the market and it's like, uh, you know, it's much less expensive. It's just, it's just yeah. much different. So 
Um, it started very informally just because I personally, you know, wanted to kind of get some jobs under my belt. So I just started posting on Instagram, kind of like hashtag Jane in the Woods floral, like here's kind of what we did. Um, you know, I foot the bill for the first bouquets because I just wanted to be creative and make something cool. And then yeah. slowly people just kind of saw it on Instagram, like, oh, you do flowers too. Well, cool. Let's add that. And the other cool. thing that I can speak to about elopements is that a lot of people who are eloping are already pretty excited that they're not spending the whole giant amount of money on a wedding that, mm -hmm. you know, prices for things for elopements seem less and seem small. And since their main focus is just kind of like the photos for a fun day they kind of want all the details and all the things so they can make that one day really special. Yeah. And um, we find that a lot of our clients who are eloping are not necessarily inhibited by price because to them it's kind of like we're not paying all this. So sure, we'll just do kind of that. Um, yeah, still saving at the end of the day. Exactly, exactly. And so they can kind of get the best and get exactly what they want because their day is so tiny. And yeah. so we just kind of started posting and it just kind of caught on. And then, um, now that we book so many elopements, it's kind of just easy. Like, Hey, do you want to add on some flowers? And now that I yeah. have a planner working for the company, um, she's an amazing salesperson and people <laughs> usually book their planners first. Yeah. And so, which has actually been a really interesting transition you know, definitely at first people, it was like photography, 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 because that's what we were known for. And then it was like, oh, you also have a planner to whereas now people are just inquiring for planning only. Interesting. And then it's, then it's Kelsey saying like, oh, we also have photography and flowers, <laughs> which pretty <laughs> much just blows my mind. It's like, you know, it really speaks to how, <clears throat> how much it's grown and how cool it is. Yeah. That's uh, such an interesting uh, change. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, truly amazing. Yeah. Hopefully your your pride is still intact. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you I, it means that I don't have to work quite as much, so I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds great. Kelsey sounds like a, like she's awesome. She's a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, back to, like, I just want to, like, parse, par parse out that whole, like, introducing the flowers um to your clients you mentioned that you footed the bill for like the first few was that just like you you went to your clients you're like hey i have this idea for flowers it's a little bit different than what you've seen before or what you're used to like can you just trust me was it like that or was it like a styled shoot or? um i think it was styled shoots um and then maybe the first couple actual clients i barely charged them or just charged them to cover the cost Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember. It was like four years ago now <laughs> or a while yeah. ago. Um, it just, you know, it's the same as photography. Like when I first started my business, I would literally just overhear someone in a coffee shop talking about planning their wedding. And I would walk over there and say, Hey, you don't have to pay me. I don't know if you already have a photographer. Can I just please show up and take pictures wow. <laughs> just to kind of, I just wanted to be there, be at the wedding because nothing gives you the experience or the street credit or of having actual pictures or things from actual <laughs> weddings. So, 
Yeah. Because that's what I'm curious about. Um, I got married in 2011. Okay, yeah. <laughs> My wife doesn't hear yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I feel like, yeah, flowers, flowers are definitely almost, if not more, trendy than photographers like the trends have changed so much over the years so much yeah and um like when we got married it was all about like baby's breath and just greenery uh-huh, and burlap uh-huh. and all In that like lace <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and then it like transitioned into like peonies or like the big thing and like colorful flowers and now we're in this like muted tone like art like, wow, just like, make it art yeah as art <laughs> make it artsy yeah exactly so like i'm i'm just curious as to how um you approached that because I'm sure your clients had never seen that before. Uh, and then you had this vision in your head that you were like, no, it's going to look cool. And so do you, like, do you remember know. like the, the- people just, people just trust us. Like I said, I think yeah. something I love to do is build my website and mm-hmm. I just put my whole self out there. Like this is what, and I think it really just invokes trust because people definitely seem far less concerned with the details than they used to. They kind of just mm. are on board and they almost, you know, they have a vision and, but a lot of people just are kind of like, whatever, it's cool. Like just a lot of my clients <laughs> also actually aren't creatives themselves. Um, yeah. a huge percentage of my clients are, uh, in the medical field or working in some kind of office or, you know, so mm-hmm. they kind of have this creative, desire inside of them but mm-hmm. they know that that's not what they do and so they see us and they just say sure run with it go for it I just want what you do for you know and but I don't have time to think about it kind of thing yeah well I mean it helps that you've kind of positioned yourself as like the authority in those areas so good job good job in to Sedona you. yeah for sure it's been it's been very cool and a lot of people yeah. are concerned with that I mean they really do ask us like okay so you're a local like you live there yeah. <laughs> so concerned. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. I'm, I'm glad that you can assure them and be like, yeah, I am the local here. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, as far as integrating the, you were asking about planning and how that. Yeah. So we've covered, covered flowers and then, uh-huh. yeah. How would, how did you, like, how did you find your Kelsey? How can I find yeah, Kelsey? How, how did I find my Kelsey? <laughs> Um, so Kelsey was a bridesmaid at a wedding that I photographed in Hawaii. So a destination wedding already, you're spending a lot of time with the people because it's usually kind of a weekend long event. So you kind of, you know, get to know the people more. And I actually was staying at the same, they just rented a giant Airbnb and had everyone stay there because it was small Mm -hmm. enough that everyone could. It was a giant property. So that's how I met. Kelsey, we kind of clicked it off, clicked, hit it off. And, um, I mean, gosh, it was very lucky for us to find each other because we both, (laughs) no kidding. (laughs) I know we both knew what we wanted. So I want to own a company and I want my vision to be out there and I want to express that in the way that a leader would. Um, Kelsey knows about herself that she wants to be the best number two that's on in the world. And so, um, I find that the, 
the relationships that don't work in the wedding industry is when both people want to be the number one. Um, because it's pretty common for people in this industry to want to be the leader of a situation, which I totally understand. That's how I am. Um, and so Kelsey was just really interested in the vision that I already created and she wanted to be on board. And I would say that's huge. That's huge. Mm. So then which was she from Sedona at the time or no, she lives down in Scottsdale, which is in the Phoenix area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it just happened that she was a bridesmaid in a wedding you photographed in Hawaii. Well, cause the bride, the bride lived in the area too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So we all kind of were from Arizona and then we all went to Hawaii and then, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So it just like by chance that she was local, um, it was able to come on board. So then what was that conversation like? Were you like, I need somebody. So to in do my this. mind, I was already thinking like, gosh, Kelsey's really talented and I really like her. Um, I wonder how we could work together more. And then she proposed if I had any opportunities for her because she had just recently quit her corporate job and was looking for kind of a creative outlet to, to go down, but Mm -hmm. she doesn't like bookkeeping or building a website or doing social media or running a business or, you know, all those kind of things that come along with running a business. So I think holding out for the right people is, is key. (laughs) Yeah, and also it seems like just taking advantage of a situation, yeah. an opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like I said, I I just, we're so lucky that we found what we love to do. I mean, more than anything, yeah. because it makes it easy. We just love what we do, and that's what we do. <laughs> what did you, like, how, did, how, does, how is this happening? Did you find somebody who's, like, passionate about stationery and is like, I want to join the team, or is this something that you guys are passionate about, and you're like, we should get into this? Like, how does, how is that now shaping up? Yeah. Um, having our own custom line of stationery was just on my little list that I made a long time ago as a way that sounded really fun to have more of our brand be part of more of the wedding day. And, yeah. um, I have a very close friend that I went to middle school and high school with. And, um, we actually had already worked on projects, you know, in seventh grade together. I mean, she's one of my best friends. She kind of fell into this when I wanted this to happen. And cause she also quit her corporate job and was kind of like looking for wanting to be, um, you know, continue on with her graphic design and her, um, uh, wedding stationery designs And something that I was noticing was that um, a lot of our brides were hiring stationary people to do completely custom suites. Just, um, you know, beautiful paintings of Sedona with just the most beautiful, I mean, you know, stationary now is like, it's like a work of art. Yeah, totally. But there's zero affordable options that also include Sedona on them because it's such a small Mm. place it's not like you can go to minted.com and find you know the arches in Utah or you know what I mean and 
since 100% of our clients are destination clients, I find that they're really obsessed with Sedona and they really want to kind of share that with everyone that's at their wedding and they want all these red rock things on everything. And yeah. um, so it seemed like something that people would really like was to do um, actual custom stationery that had the red rocks of Sedona on it. And in conjunction with that, like I was talking about our elopement clients who are doing small weddings but still want all the details, there's nowhere that they can go to buy small batch invitations. It's hmm. really kind of like a minimum of 50, I think. And yeah. so people are like, what am I going to do with 50 invitations? They don't want that. But they still want that picture with their ring and the ribbon and there's personal stationery and stuff because they want those details and mm -hmm. um so yes so my friend lives in texas now she designed all the suites we're in the middle of photographing them now we're really excited to launch them and it's just another thing it's very cool <laughs> yeah that's cool i guess that's something that you don't necessarily have to have team member there being like a graphic design person you can just send you get meetings like this just yeah, I'm the only person that lives in Sedona on my team. Well, that's not true. One of our associate photographers in training lives in Sedona, but out yeah. of all of us, we all live kind of all over. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the uniqueness of having like 100% uh, destination clients. Like they're not yeah. coming to meet you. Yes. It's all online. Yes, exactly. Um, this is kind of like more of like relevant conversation. So how then is this like whole Corona thing affecting your guys' business because I'm sure it has it's affected everybody <laughs> but um, you guys are like you guys are all online so it's not like your meetings at least are being interrupted but yeah our day-to-day -day is actually pretty much the same I'm the only person cool. that's here in my studio and so I get to quarantine here which yeah. I love being able to keep this routine um, yeah. basically everyone is postponing their weddings um, you know, to a future date. And there's yeah. a couple people who are in kind of some of the more extreme areas who maybe don't have a job now and are kind of wondering if it is even going to happen. But um, it's, it's not as bad as some people, for sure. It's still yeah. sort of work as usual because we all work from home anyway. Yeah, that's nice. Does Arizona have any restrictions right now? Yes. So it's a um, class one misdemeanor in Sedona to hold a gathering or a meeting. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very loosely worded rule. So yeah. I don't I don't know. But um, I think the state of Arizona is getting close to closing, but the rules are not very strict here in general. Yeah. I was thinking about that for you specifically. Um, I don't know if people have like seen your work. I'm sure they'll check it out after hearing this. But like a lot of your couples are, it's out in nature. It's just them. Yes. And like you're taking pictures from like feet away. It's yes, not like you yes. could follow the guidelines and still happen. But but the issue is that they live far away. Mm. So the traveling here, um, like I have a couple coming up from New York and yeah. – a hot spot right and so i think they're like i don't know if anyone's gonna let us fly in 
or so that's that's the real issue is that most everyone is flying in from another state and so the unknown is if they could even get here but yeah just two people out in nature outside feels feels fine to me (laughs) yeah well i don't want to spend too much time on this topic because it's just like flooding every media outlet um i did have a couple questions about um like so your couples are coming in and they've never been to Sedona and you have all these like beautiful spots. Um, some of them I'm sure you have to like hike to. I mean, I've seen some pictures where you have to like, you need vehicles to get to. Yep. Yep. How, like, what's the process of you like suggesting spots? Cause these brides are obviously in like wedding, wedding dresses. And totally, totally. Heels. Or- <laughs> yes. Um, in the beginning I was pretty sheepish. Like it would be really cool if you would hire this Jeep for $300 to take us to this really cool spot. I promise it will be worth it. Or, um, yeah, I need you to come in hiking clothes, pack your wedding dress on your back. It's going to be a little bit like rock climbing, but I promise it'll be worth it. But then it just quickly became apparent to me that people really want this. They want this <laughs> so much. They're very much willing to do anything to get these cool pictures. And even yeah. people who it's not very realistic or practical still want it. And so now it's just pretty much a given that people will hike, rent a Jeep, do anything crazy because they're coming here for the pictures. That's what they want. That's what, that's yeah. what they get. <laughs> we'll, de- we'll definitely link, link some work and, uh, I recommend people go check it out because yeah, it, the pictures are like amazing. And the Jeep ones, I think like, it's terrifying. It's actually <laughs> off-roading like vertical riding up mountain walls. To it's, get not, to these spots. it's not my favorite thing to do, but I... <laughs> it's, it looks terrifying sometimes. Take a Dramamine and just like, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> and there's even, you have a couple of spots that um, you frequent that they don't, it doesn't look that safe. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's safe to say, but like, I'm sure it is safe because they seem like popular spots, but I'm like, that's a 200 foot cliff yeah. right next to that. Like, yeah. Away. The, the spots that you're referring to that look unsafe are not spots that I've suggested that people go out at. <laughs> okay. It's more like Thanks we're out fine. there and they're like, I want to go there. That looks really cool. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, let's do it. Like I have not personally climbed out on some of these spots, but people want it. Yeah. They've seen the pictures. That's what they want. I mean, the pictures look amazing, so it's kind of, kind of totally, worth it. I don't know. Totally, It's like once in a lifetime, this amazing picture that you'll have for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. What's cooler than that? Yeah. So then what, what's like a, a day of like preparing for a wedding for you? Um, like what kind of outfits are you wearing? Shoes? Are you wearing like boots? It's like almost like you're going out into the, the <laughs> desert and... Yeah, elopements, <laughs> elopements are constantly kind of a struggle between like... I definitely need to wear my Doc Martens, but how can I also look professional? So I've kind of put a lot of effort into figuring out what still looks nice, but that I can hike in. So, um, because some of the hikes are intense, like really you're scrambling up a mountain. So a lot of times I just rely on all black. Um, Lululemon (laughs) comes in clutch. They have really nice looking clothes that you you can still hike in. And, um, then with some of the hikes, it's like, Hey, I'm showing up to your wedding in a beanie and a sweatshirt because it's December and we're climbing a mountain and (laughs) there's just no way around it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. I'm sure there's lots of different outfits that you get to play around with. Yes. Yes, definitely. Um, and then have you ever had places where like 
you're like, no, I'm not not doing this. This is far too sketchy. <laughs> Has that happened before? <laughs> I mean, um, stuff as a photographer, you just want to always like please your client and get like, the cool you shot. You definitely but. do. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah. Especially now that my clients are really the ones wanting to do this. Like they're yeah. out on these ledges doing yoga or something <laughs> or handstands. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, uh, <laughs> I'll take the picture. <laughs> Um, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever been put in a position where, cause usually I know the spot really well, or I'm far enough back that they're the ones out on the ledge. <laughs> it's on, it's on them. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Go for it. I'll be back here. Yeah. My 70 to 200. <laughs> Actually there, before we had like a really solid rhythm with who our Jeep driver was, um, mm-hmm. we kind of were using just people who had a Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> so I had one couple in particular who was really egging on the Jeep driver to like, we want an adventure, like do something crazy. And yeah. he admitted to me later that he was really nervous. The Jeep was going to flip. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So well, I'm glad you have some more yeah. security. <laughs> Same. You guys. Same. Yeah. It's, it's tough sometimes, you know, saying no to these ideas because you're like ah, this sounds like a good idea but i'm also terrified but the result might be worth it but i might die so <laughs> let's flip a coin i've just learned like the muscle memory in the back of my head to not move my feet is super strong now mm. like i don't accidentally step to to get the shot um yeah. a lot of times when i'm shooting up there i'm using like my 24 to 70 lens so that I don't have to move. Yeah. And, um, Oh, that's, that's how like, yeah. Precarious it is sometimes. Like you're, if you yeah, move. yeah, totally. Like I don't want to be moving my feet without looking at where my feet are. So <laughs> <laughs> wait, can you like, can you like paint a picture of like what that would look like? Like what is like, where is that? Is that up in like the mountains i'm assuming there's some heights involved yeah so sedona is kind of right at the base of a giant plateau it's the same plateau that the grand canyon is carved out of and it's yeah. just um really high up i think it's about 6400 6400 feet whereas we're down at 4000 feet ish yeah. so to get up to some of these cool spots. So you get in the Jeep and it's a super bumpy road all the way up. Um, like really, really bumpy. It's definitely off-roading. You need a Jeep. Yeah. It's quite a ride. Um, and you get out there and a lot of the rock formations look so cool because they're kind of like withered away. (laughs) Yeah. And since a lot of our clients coming here are coming here because they love to travel, they love adventure, they love these amazing photos, they're full of adrenaline because they just got married or they just proposed to their girlfriend. They're like, yeah, let's climb the mountain. And so (laughs) they just kind of scale up and um, then, um, you know, people are, of course, super considerate and super kind and want to help me or carry my bag or do this or that. But they're just excited. And so yeah. when you're excited in an adventurous situation, you just really go for it. Versus yeah. me, who does this all the time, who is watching where I step, like, 
Yeah, you're kind of like you're sober in this situation. You're right, like, exactly, exactly. I'm sober in this situation. Like maybe I've done it four times this week already, so I'm feeling a little bit tired. You know, I really need to make sure my stamina <laughs> is there to be climbing in kind of these spots. And um, yeah, sometimes I would say that I'm standing on pieces of rock that are barely larger than myself. You kind of are walking out, and I'm trying to get, yeah, maybe like four feet in depth. Yeah. Would be kind of like a normal situation. So when you're there, you just don't move your feet. (laughs) You just... Or if you need to, like, make an adjustment, you kind of walk back to where there's more solid ground and kind of change your gear, go back yeah. out, really plant That'd your feet, and then... I'd stay there. Yeah. <laughs> like, terrified of heights. My heart's, like, pounding right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that would be a problem. I've definitely mm-hmm. had people back out because the heights were just not doing it for them. Yeah. And then I've definitely had couples where one person really wanted the picture and one person was afraid of heights, but they did it anyway because it was like... You get get that face where you're just like, don't die face. (laughs) Usually if people are afraid of heights, I just have them do a pose where I say, you're the size of ants in my frame. I can't see your face. Just lean into each other and breathe. (laughs) Just hug. hug. We'll make this super quick. We'll get the shot and then we can run back. Yeah like the picture doesn't pick up like me shaking yes exactly i tell it's not video so you look fine like it's just a picture (laughs) yeah talk through it swear if you need to (laughs) do whatever you but and i usually take a picture on my phone so that right after i can give them that instant gratification and they're like okay that was really cool but never yeah (laughs) yeah that's a that's a pro tip that's That's a good pro tip yeah i don't know if i was afraid of heights i don't think this would be a well-suited job for me. <laughs> no kidding. If I'm ever down there, I'll, I'll take a look at some of these spots and let you know if I could do it. Probably not. The answer's probably not. Yeah, yeah. Some of them um, are sort of camera angles. Like, you could stay back against a solid rock and it would still look really cool. Like, you don't need to go all the way out to the edge to kind of get yeah. it. So. That's what I tell people, too. Like, it will look just as cool if you're leaning against this rock as if you're just three steps out. Like, we're still yeah. getting the shot and the scene, so if we can get it really quick, then your yeah. your partner will be very excited. <laughs> it's an act of love. <laughs> yeah. So they, are, you, are you ever having to, like, rein people in? Because, like you said, people are excited. Adrenaline's going, like, yeah. I'm sure the yeah. people will be like, okay, thumbs okay, down. <laughs> it's... Some people just kind of go and and they aren't aware in the situation that what they just did was like sort of crazy and so then they're like, oh, well, here, let me grab your bag. Like, I'll help you. Or maybe they're just yeah. in phenomenal physical condition. Like, one guy was in the Special Forces in Australia, which is kind of like being a Navy SEAL here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, basically, he was like unstoppable. He could do anything yeah. or people that just <clears throat> work out all the time. Um, sometimes it's honestly kind of embarrassing. (laughs) I like, I had, I had a group of people who are, um, like CrossFit weightlifters in Hawaii and just in phenomenal physical shape, but also they love to get that 
work out, like let's sweat as much as we can kind Get of thing. On. Yeah. So they're just like running up this mountain and I'm like, okay, this is a work day for me. <laughs> I don't quite have the same adrenaline. Yeah. It's really hard for me to kind of say like, okay, I guess I'll just meet you at the top. Like I just kind of have to go slow because I can't <laughs> yeah. just pass yeah. out. You're going ahead. Oh. <laughs> I got. I got to think for the next fifteen minutes. Like, yeah, I just need to. (laughs) So it's kind of hard to be honest sometimes. Like, oh, good, but it's what it is. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting because you're you're like somewhat responsible for them. I mean, you're yeah bringing them out into these spots and like they're excited because like you're there and you've brought them there and they're having these amazing pictures. Right, and they wanna they wanna learn all about it and they wanna chat with me the whole way up and I kind of have to say like. I don't have the same adrenaline you do. Like sometimes I get out of breath and I can't just talk the whole time that we climb this mountain, (laughs) which again is hard. You just want to be everything. You want to be the tour guide and you want to be the picture taker and you want to give them every single experience that the moment has to offer. But yeah, but you're human, (laughs) but I'm human. (laughs) You're just Jane. (laughs) Um, I have one question that we kind of want to ask all of our, um, interviewees, um, and it's, do you have any like horror stories, anything that's like gone like terribly wrong from what your elopements, your weddings? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, Give there's, us the like, juicy, the juicy there's stuff. like, <laughs> <laughs> there's like casual horror stories like, Oh, the bride fell in the Creek and her dress is soaked. Or, um, there was a day where it was pouring rain And so I pulled up in the parking lot and I accidentally took someone else's couple out to go do photos. (laughs) (laughs) Like the communication just wasn't there because it was pouring rain. So I was, I was texting my client on the phone. And Mm -hmm. so for some reason it seemed to just go hand in hand with the couple that was standing right there. We didn't ask names and you know, it kind of just, that was that was a tough one. So like eighteen minutes into the shoot, well, so at the first thing, oh, so you started taking pictures. Oh yeah, we full on had a sh- <laughs> we had a shoot, and I even said in the beginning, I was like, "Gosh, I don't know why. I just thought your name was Jessica." And she was like, "Oh no!" And then I was embarrassed, like, "Gosh, okay, like I really need to get on and remember my couple's names better." Yeah. So then, like eighteen minutes ish 20 minutes into the pictures I just kind of started asking them more questions and I was like yeah you are not my couple (laughs) my own couple was pretty perturbed they were pretty annoyed they had to like hear the whole story in kind of a comical way to realize how funny it was but they got their whole shoot on another day that wasn't pouring rain so it really worked out for them because Then they got all the sun and the red rocks and uh, that's good. So wait, what about this couple that you took eighteen minutes of photos? Did they get their their photos too from you or? Yeah, they were actually like pretty stoked because I wasn't yeah. in their budget range, but they really yeah. would have loved to hire me. And so then they were like, "Can we just have the pictures?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, <laughs> for sure. You can definitely have the pictures. Like no one is." Yeah. <laughs> so um, so you know, there's stories like that that kind of end in a comical way where everything mm-hmm. works out and then there's real horror stories like I'm crying on the wedding day because things are going so poorly or because 
I'm being um, kind of really put on the spot in a way that's really uncomfortable because of certain dynamics and I kind of have to keep it together in like a really cool way and then mm. um, still be there for these people for the rest of the day. To me, yeah. that's a real horror story. It's like when you show up on the day of and and that immediate bond doesn't happen and maybe it seems like they don't really like you or they kind of don't want you around, um, which could be true or they could just be really nervous or they could just yeah. not like having their picture taken. And if it gets too dramatic, you know, that can be really hard because the pressure is on you as the photographer to build that relationship throughout the whole day so that they feel more and more comfortable so that you can get better and better photos so that by the end of the day, their guard is down and you can give them exactly what you want. And yeah. if that doesn't happen, to me, that's a real horror story is if I know that I'm having a hard time getting what I need to deliver what these people booked me for. Yeah. I feel like those those stories aren't ever really talked about too much. I mean, I'm sure they are in like smaller groups and smaller community groups, but yeah, a lot of people yeah, don't understand don't like the, the pressure sharing. on. Yeah. Like on yeah, I know what you mean. Like some days you're like, you're actually like you don't want to be there sometimes, and you're like, yeah, they don't want me. Uh, I feel yeah, like I'm yeah. doing terrible. Like why am I here? But you're like, I ha- they hired me. I have to stick it out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I. I actually, at one of these weddings, um, kind of in the middle of the night, just turned to my second shooter and I said, I need you to cover the next hour of the day and Mm. I'll pay you my hourly rate for this next hour because I'm having such a meltdown right now and I don't know how to approach this couple or the day because I'm getting so emotionally caught up in it or whatever mm-hmm. you know of course I would only do that with someone I knew that was a hundred percent capable of shooting a wedding on their own and with this particular person I absolutely was he could have covered the whole day on his own in an incredible way but you know yeah. so that has happened where it's like you're still at work and sometimes it's really hard and you just have to do it anyway <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, it, it helps. It makes you stronger in a, in a way. 100%. 100%. You kind of go back to the drawing board and you're like, okay, how do I avoid this situation from ever happening again? Um, yeah. Yeah. Or who, what I could have done more on that day was leaned more on my team from an earlier point in the day. I could yeah. have voiced like what was happening. Um, I had other people maybe communicate with the bride instead of me. Um, mm-hmm. you know, have little pep talks, like, you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like you, you have a good team now and that probably doesn't happen too 100%. much. I hope. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, Kelsey's there, so you're all good, right? Yes. Everything's <laughs> fine when Kelsey's there. <laughs> She's uh, the ultimate pep talker. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I have no more questions and I feel like you've done an amazing job of explaining everything like your business. Um, where can people find you, um, on like social media website and do you have any projects coming up in the next little bit? Like your stationary, where can they find that? Yeah. So we're just Jane in the woods everywhere. Our website is Jane in the woods, (laughs) Instagram, um, Pinterest. And so we have our stationary project coming up, which I'm really excited to launch because that'll be available for anyone 
to buy. Um, save the dates, elopement announcements, invitations. Some of them have actual Sedona Red Rocks on them, but some of them don't. And, you know, they could be used for all different sorts of situations um, in all different locations. And that, with the current events, I think we're kind of pushing it out a little bit to kind of see yeah. what happens and because we want the launch to be really exciting. Um, something that we just launched was our associate photographer based in Las Vegas, which I think is going to be super relevant now. What we're hearing from a lot of people currently is that they wanted to plan a wedding and then the world kind of fell apart, but they still want (laughs) to get married. (laughs) And so instead of planning a whole big thing, they just kind of want to elope. Like, let's just go do it in a quick, fun, but awesome way. And Vegas is definitely the easiest place to elope. I mean, you just walk into the courthouse. It takes about 20 minutes to get your paperwork. If you have an awesome photographer with you, which our associate Amber is amazing, you know, she can just take you to whatever cool spot you want. It's done and done. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I just have to say, um, it's definitely not a chapel with Elvis marrying you and (laughs) super cheesy. But it can be if you want to. (laughs) It can be, yeah. No, it's very... Yeah, it's it's very different, I think, than what people have in their mind. And mm. um, so if you're looking for a really quick, fun way to elope, we have lots of pictures on our website now of what it looks like to be in Las Vegas. There's very cool scenery. There's big, wide-open deserts with um, beautiful landscapes and cool art. And it's a cool place. Yeah. <laughs> The pictures that we've seen so far, like amazing. It's every time you send in a session, we're like, everyone's looking at the pictures. <laughs> like, this is so cool. Like, just so much variety with like the different um, casinos and the lights and the different roads and yeah, the deserts there, everything. So yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. We love all our people. It's just, it's very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Jen. <laughs> thank Jane. you so much. This was so fun. I hope we got yeah. everything in that you wanted to talk it, about. Definitely. And if anybody wants to follow Jane, make sure to check out her website, janeinthewoods.com and Jane in the Woods on social media, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, all of those places. And if you want to get married in Sedona, uh, check her out. We definitely know what that's about and how to do it well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they know what they're doing. They yes. Have, they have Jane and Kelsey, so you're in good hands. For sure, for sure. Well, thank you so much. As always, Jane's work can be found in the podcast show notes, so make sure you check out everything her and her team are doing and go give her some love. We are having so much fun sharing these conversations, so thank you for listening and giving us your feedback. Our hope is that you can learn something to take your business to the next level while finding balance between work and your life. Our next conversation, we have Anne Scott Virtue from White Shutter Photography, and we talk all about her work in photojournalism and the commercial industry and how that shaped her approach to photographing weddings. If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. If you found this conversation interesting, let us know by sending us a DM on Instagram at postpartner or send us an email to hello at postpartner.com. We look forward to sharing more of our conversations in the next few weeks. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode. See you later.